welcome to the All Walks of Art podcast. If you stumbled on the podcast, stick around and listen and become a regular. The All Walks of Art podcast is a show for creatives and artists from all walks of life. Find a comfy chair, pour your favorite beverage, and enjoy the show. I'm Michael Worthen, currently in the studio with my fascinating friend. As some of you know, he almost never likes the drinks I share, but he is a man with the heart of a dormouse. The delightful, the undeniably under-cherished Paul Ramey. How are you? I'm doing good. There's a lot to unpack there. One, how do you stumble upon a po- podcast? And then two, what is a dormouse? Well, all right, number one, I'm hoping that they're already drinking and they're stumbling around their house anyway and they're clicking on apps on their phone and they go, what's this thing do? And then it just pops up. It's a podcast. And they go, what is the All Walks Apart podcast? I like that. Okay. okay. All right. Number two, a dormouse is a little rodent that uh, sleeps from like September to April. And we're recording this on June 27th. So there is something into that today. We'll get to that All later. right, then. Okay. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what has he done? I thought you didn't prepare for this show. You, you know, you, seriously, I, I didn't. So the Dormouse Day. Yes. Most people around here probably don't know what that means. And I gather you don't either. I didn't until today. So I can't really say. But uh, And I'm going to butcher this for all my German friends. It's uh, a <laughs> You're close. Shonen Sieben Schleffer Tag. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so Sieben is seven in German. That's what's at the beginning of Def Leppard's. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, it's te- not. Siemens, 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 something. <laughs> what is it? Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I what remember. is that? Rock of Ages? I, I, yeah, or, uh, I got to go back and look, listen to it, figure out what they're saying. But Pour some sugar on uh, one of them. Supposedly. Oh. Oh, the seven. The seven has something to do with it. And I can't remember what the seven is, but you, oh, seven weeks. You're going to have seven weeks of the weather you have today. So it's a lot like the groundhog deal, but it's a mouse, right? So we, it's wow. hot and muggy out right now. So we're going to have seven more weeks of hot and muggy nastiness. Awesome. It dates back years. There's a lot of folklore behind it, but uh, I, I kind of like the idea of knowing that we're going to have seven more weeks of sunny, partly cloudy, warm kind of muggy weather here in southern Ohio. Well, Germans are, but that don't mean we are. We don't have the dormouse. I'm celebrating it. <laughs> I have mice. The cat loves them. She just tears them up. But that's where it comes from. It has something to do with these seven kids sleeping in a cave for like 190 years or something. I don't know. You're going to have to go out and look for it. Look for dormouse day. Um, or if you're feeling lucky, type in Siebenschleffa tag. And... Yeah, I'll get right on that. Yeah. So, at any rate, I thought it'd be fun to bring that into the show because... Are we going to talk about this hibernating mouse? Or is that coming up later? Well, that, that is the... That's that's where it gets... Well, us. you didn't explain the fact that you're, you're saying this thing sleeps from, from <laughs> when? Uh, September to April. It hibernates a lot. It's like a it's like a 17-year cicada, except for it's just for three months, right? Or yeah, yeah. Eight months. I don't know that it really hibernates that long. I don't really know about the dormant. It's a little tiny mouse, for crying out loud. It's not you, it's me. No, seriously, there's something. Oh, the cable. This is bothering me a little bit. Well, I can't go back in time. I'm glad I glanced at it. See, this is why I like to wear headphones instead of doing what we're doing. See what I'm saying? <laughs> God damn it. I got a bad connection in that. Why would they sell you something with a shit cable on it? Is everybody listening? I don't know. Can you hear me now? <laughs> All right, we're going to go back. I'm going to end right. up clearing this up a little bit. Let's right. see. Damn. But one thing without having headphones, it is back to basics. It's more conversa- conversational. Yeah. yeah. I thought right. that's what we were doing. We are. 
All right. So the main topic of today is just about the basics. So I don't know really how far back in this episode we need to go, but uh, for all you listening, I lost audio signal because my cable. Apparently the connection's not good on my mic and it pisses me off. So this is actually kind of like art imitating life, right? <laughs> we got so much shit going on in here that if we were doing just the basics, things would probably probably just be fine. And that would have never happened. All right. Well, Mike is unplugging his cable and he's touching his cable very <laughs> suggestively. <laughs> it it comes and goes. <laughs> I don't really know. It did not do this yesterday. What have you done to the cable? Cables don't just go bad unless you're messing with it. God, I hope it's not it. the mic. I didn't. I didn't fill out the warranty information. <laughs> did, where did you, did you get it from? Sweetwater. Yeah. Oh well, they'll take it back. Yeah. They're I, good about I that. I think it's just the uh, the connection of the the cable. You get two years. Yeah. On their own. See, that's why I don't like. This is what everybody everybody's listening. Going, what what are they talking about? This is why I don't like this this arm, this boom arm. It it like buries it. I I don't know how it works. Ain't nothing wrong with that arm. Yeah, but I, I like Megami cables, and this is, I have to use the cable that comes with the arm. You can't put a different one on there? I don't think so. There's a way. Watch. I'll take this thing apart tonight, and I'll have springs flying everywhere, and I'll ruin it. Yeah. And I'll go back to just using a mic stand like everybody else, which is back you to the basics. You don't have to run it. <laughs> just take some zip ties and run a different cable down, right down it. I yeah. mean, it's not. I guess I could clip it off. Yeah, so. yeah. Not a big deal. Getting frustrated here. Things like this don't happen. They're not supposed to happen. But this is what, this is life. Things I know. get in your way and uh, things work against you and it's how you overcome it. Yeah. If it was easy. Everybody would do yeah. it. <laughs> it's true. Well, I'm putting my headphones on because oh, I'm we worried. Go. Well, this ain't conversational. It is conversational. I don't like it. I do. Oh, it sounds so much better. Does it? Yeah. See, I always add a little, I always add You're talking and you don't hear it, but I the headphones are on. Now I can, it. yeah. I hate that. I can, I can hear a gnat fart now. Okay. Are you still with us? Are you still listening? No, they've all, they've I know. all pulled over. They, they all they're like, what the hell? We did get a lot talked about, actually, but I got to get on with it because we are, I don't, my, even my timer's off. But my, my brain is just scattered now because. But at the end of the day, what do, you, do is, what do you really need to make this happen? You need a, you need a recorder and, and two guys talking, three guys, yeah, women, whatever. Yeah, I think humans. So. You need yeah, humans. Yeah. Conversational. Yeah. And it what goes do you with need to create art? You need a brush and a collar, a maybe two. Yeah, yeah. We're done. <laughs> we, we've just covered it all in like two minutes. No, but that's, <laughs> I think it's important to go back to that once in a while. It's like it is. It's why I like to play four string bass sometimes, even though I play multi instrument uh, yeah. string basses or or just I just I use a little handheld phone to record stuff sometimes, and because oh, yeah. it doesn't need to be all. Yeah, you don't need all this stuff you don't, going on. Yeah, all the time. you don't. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad, and I'm not saying don't have a purpose, but it's you only need what you need. Well, a really good example of this in in pop culture are movies. They can they can throw a hundred million dollar budget on a blockbuster movie that's supposed to come out in July, right, and just really blow everybody away for the summer viewing pleasure of of, of the kids and. You know, it'd be a PG-13 movie because it's got to be a little bit risky, but not enough that it's rated R. <laughs> and like I say, it's a $100 million budget. It could flop just because the story itself sucks. Right. You know, so story in that effect is the basics. Or you take something that the effects really aren't that great, but 
it works and you're immersed into the story. You're in, you know, um, there's a lot of movies like that where if you really start analyzing the, the effects, it's, it's not that, it's not really that great, but you take a movie like the wizard of Oz, that was filmed before we had color television, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you look at that and, and was it though? Yeah, well, I think they had color color movies, but they didn't have color television yet. I don't think when when it was. Uh, I thought when, that was like one of the first color movies. Might have been one of the first color movies, but color television wasn't out yet. Oh yeah, yeah, I know where you're going. At. Television, I, I television is a different it. medium than yeah. than movies. I'm still stuck on the Dormouse. But you look at <laughs> no, you look at a movie like that, or even or like the Ten Commandments or something. And the effects are are pretty pedestrian by today's standards. Oh, but, the movie. See, you're losing me again. I I I my I'm Fubar. Really? I got thrown off. I got thrown off my game. See, I don't let it affect me because all I need is the basics. So, <laughs> but no, you that's look, not what I'm saying. You look at that stuff. <laughs> you look at that stuff today and you just, it's a classic. You're not sitting there thinking, well, that looks faker than hell because yeah. it just, it all works. I mean, a lot yeah. of those effects are more almost like theater um, or like Star Wars. I mean, the effects are, are kind of, they're pretty ridiculous in a lot of ways, but a lot of stuff with miniatures are amazing. But it, you don't sit there and think, well, this, if this would have been filmed now with CGI, this would have been a lot better. Yeah. You just don't think that. You're not. Right, right. Practicals in, in film, a lot of times, practical things are better than CGI. Yeah. You know. But now, I, like I, Clash I, of the Titans or something, when the skeleton's fighting, I mean, that's a pretty terrible effect, but it still it looks cool. Yeah. It's cool. It's a cool thought, but yeah. So, I mean, really, when you think about back to the basics, what what does it make us do as artists? Does it does it force us to be more creative? You think? I, uh, for the most part, yeah. I think it forces you to. It forces you to, to internalize and bring what is inside you out more than trying to use this or that as a crutch to, to to make something happen that is already there anyway. Does that make yeah, sense? It does. It does. As a, as a painter, primarily an oil painter, for me to really get into the basics, it, it goes back to drawing, you know, the, the actual process of drawing a picture. And I think the closest thing I can get to, to painting, but drawing is charcoal. You know, you, you eliminate color from the perspective. That way you're only focused on shape and, mm-hmm. and uh, value. You're no longer worried about chroma and, and hue and all the things that kind of influence your, your vision while you're looking at something. And it's almost therapeutic to draw with charcoal for me. I mean, it really is. Even sharpening the charcoal sticks is therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. Um, once you're getting you ready it's like tuning it's like plugging your stuff in it's all yeah and it's it's simple you can take it anywhere it's inexpensive you know the whole nine yards what do you do i mean i know you've talked about picking up a four string versus any other type of bass what can you do i mean does an acoustic do that for you i got one i don't play it much but i play i'll sit there i play more just electric bass unplugged I mean, there isn't anything, either the riff works or it don't. Yeah. And if it's, if it works like that and you're sitting there on the couch and you're not plugged in, 
and you're playing it and it's something cool and it's worth jotting down and remembering, then it's going to be great once you put some effects on it and you put some thought into it. So, I mean, that's, it doesn't get any more basic than that. A yeah. unplugged four string electric guys bass. I write 900% of the stuff I do on that. Yeah. And I would venture to say, even in the collaborative effort of the band, when you break the song down into the basics, you know, not formulas or anything like that, but more let's, let's back off the technicality of it and just get a good groove going, yeah. you know, and you got a riff and what's this other instrument going to play on it and what kind of foundation drums going to do. And, and there you go. It's yeah. either it, it works or it doesn't. And then yeah. you start, then you start putting some sugar on it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be technical alternative rock or metal to be good. It can be very simple. No. And I mean, you know, very basic. And as I've said, I've stated many times here and, and in my personal life, that's why a band like Nirvana's outsold a yeah. lot of these, you know, yeah. Steve Vai. I mean, it's yeah, crazy. I mean, I, I prefer to listen to Steve Vai, but I'm in the minority there. And it's songs that he writes isn't for everybody. But somehow this, this very basic rock stuff that Cobain come up with, it touched a lot of people. I mean, and that's what it's about. So, yeah. Interesting. All right, Mike. Well, thank you. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's something to this. I mean, I think every artist listening can, can identify with this or is that the right way of saying it? They, they can, they can relate. I think they can relate better. better yeah. See, this, this peanut butter stuff's working on me already. Peanut uh, butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, <laughs> peanut butter jelly with baseball bat. Oh yeah, I just I I you know when we were when we were texting each other this morning, trying to <laughs> I was making coffee and I'm very basic on my coffee. I mean, I really am. It's just you know grind the beans, put them you know weigh them, and that's not very basic. Most people just put the. Well, I don't like doing it by by spoonful. I make a cup. Just just one little eight ounce cup for me you know i don't like cure eggs i don't like all the other nasty shit that you put together and you know this heating your water up in the microwave what the who does that that's that's an abomination why the, just put a kettle on that's too much time why would you it doesn't take time it's it's what's five, wrong? five minutes what matters what warms it as long as the water's warm does it really matter i think it does so you're making this overcomplicated. No. You're going basic in the wrong way. No, you're going I, back no, to the Middle no. Ages making <laughs> middle this fuck ages. coffee. <laughs> I mean, if I had a heat source, I could heat my water. I mean, just a fire. A microwave is a heat source. Right, but... You, you got a pretty good flame going there with that candle. I do. It's it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Um, but yeah, as, as I was making coffee, I was thinking, how are we going to discuss the basics without being overly complicated? I mean, the setup that I use for this podcast is overkill. There's a lot of it that I don't need, but it, it helps me in the long run. I mean, we've, we've talked about this. Um, but the fact that I have multiple cables hooked up to different things, there could be a lot of things wrong in the signal chain when something fails. Right. And we had failure today with, with my cable and I'll, I'll work that out after the show. I'll probably, failure with I'll your probably, cable. right. I'll probably throw it through the window and stomp on it and toss it out on the highway and let people drive over it. And, <laughs> You know, the whole nine yards, but, um, now I'll be fine. The, uh, what I'm worried about is how much we actually recorded in the show before I realized 
that it wasn't working. But the the bottom line is we can record on a phone. You know? Yeah. The technology's there. Just split the signal and talk into whatever microphone you have or or no microphone at all. Just put the put the phone on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh it's not, you know, the best. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. The, the the point is good conversation. And that's that's kind of as we were just chatting today on on Messenger getting ready for this, it, it dawned on me that you and I don't really have much trouble just talking, no. you know, and a lot of people, the, the, the podcasts I listen to just seem, a lot of them seem very overproduced. I mean, in a good way, I'm not, not picking, right? but they can get really, really produced. And we do that too. I, I tend to go over these notes pretty, pretty healthy, uh, with, well, I should say with a healthy dose of, uh, OCD. And kind of go through them and say, okay, this is the amount of time this needs to take and everything. And it, it doesn't always lend itself to good conversation. It no. just doesn't. And even in this show, the cable tripping me up had me slowed down and the basics were forgotten. So. Well, because it's like, it's like, it's like creating music. It's like, it's like some type of collaborative art. If you're too caught up on the notes and you got, okay, I need to hit point X, Y, and Z, then you're not really having a conversation. You're doing, doing an interview or you're doing a, right. you're doing a, um, what's, what's these things that they do on the, you're doing a, a seminar or something. <laughs> yeah. You're doing TikTok. You're doing TikTok. But, uh. Oh, like a TED talk. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that on the radio? Or on this? It's not oh, even a fucking radio show. I know. Look at you. It is. Hey, everyone. Let's give you the traffic report. Traffic is going north and (laughs) south. But no, but you got to leave room for, it's like when you're creating music or you're, or you're a writer and you're writing, you have to, you have to leave room for improvisation and for things to happen. Because if you're writing something, sometimes when you see it there, it will spring another thought. And if you're so caught up of with, um, you know, getting to, getting to X, yep. then, then you've totally missed the whole chance to go to Z, yep. you know, but that's how I look at it. Well, I've been after, and, and this is in, I'm going to say that I'm going to preface this with, preface. I, I got to be careful. I want to say this too. Cause I really do. Uh, I got the vaccination for the, the, the COVID-19 and like everybody else, I had a couple symptoms. You know, nothing, nothing major. Mm-hmm. Then I felt like you know, I got it on a Wednesday, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, and it was the single shot, so I didn't have to worry about going back and getting another. Now, now they're saying we gotta get another one. Have you seen that? Yeah, I did. Um, but I, I felt bad for a day or two, and then I felt great. I was, I was just like, man, this is wonderful. And then, uh, everybody at work had the sniffles, like bad. Mm-hmm. And, um, I work in a tiny little office, a little 10 by 10 office and everybody and her brother touches the doorknob and comes in and has to say something and leave. And uh, there's some paper towels in, in my office. So everybody was coming in to wipe their nose on the paper towels and leave them in the trash can and walk out. And of course, as you might expect with a low immune system, cause I fought off the, the, um, the shot basically, mm-hmm. which doing his jobs, doing exactly what it's supposed to do, I got sick. And that killed my two-week cycle that I like to work on. I mean, I didn't get anything done. 
so much so that I created a video in one day because it has to get out by, well, it's Sunday right now. It has to be out by Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So Saturday, I basically just busted it out, including filming myself mowing because I had to mow the grass. So I was like, how can I incorporate this into the video? <laughs> it's a good video. I think I, I can't wait till it comes out. But the point is I had to get back to the basics just to get back on target. I had to get all the shit out of the way. Mm -hmm. I had to get all the things that slow me down out of the way. And that's, that's the point of we, we overcomplicate things, you know, for the art. And I know why we do it. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with getting into the. I'm not no. saying that there's anything wrong with getting overly complicated. But at the same time, if you forget the basics, then what's the point in complicating it? Yeah. All right. We've reached the segment of the show where I ask rapid fire questions and give you all, all of you listening time to finish that drink. Rapid fire. This rapid fire. Last call stuff. Last call stuff. That's what I got in the notes. That's, that's all. Cool. I like that. See, that's what you need. Laugh, what else do you need? Why is, it gotta be, why is it gotta be overly complicated? It doesn't, but I like to have questions. Do you have any questions? Ask me. Oh, I get you. Oh, no. I'm on the spot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got a question for you. Did you know before today that uh, you could put peanut butter in whiskey? No, I did not. I didn't know anything about a fucking dormouse either until today. <laughs> I've learned all kinds of stuff just for the sake of this show. This think, is good whiskey. Do you think though. that overcomplicates it, though? No, I honestly, it's, it's a flavor I wouldn't have put together. Mm -hmm. I, I want, I really want to make Buckeyes out of this. You know, I'm doing the bourbon trail in a couple of weeks, right? Oh, you are? Yeah. I did not. You're going to do all six of them or are you going to six. do? There's a lot more than six. Well, I mean, for the actual trail trail. Yeah. The, the... We're going to do quite a bit. We're going to stay in Louisville for two days and hit all the ones there. And then yeah. we're, we're going to go Maker's Mark's the furthest one. We're going to go there. Yeah. And then uh, then there's some that's more towards, I think, the other way. And yeah. then we're going to ride the Dragon Tail. Oh, nice. So Be careful on riding. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's maybe. Not maybe. I mean, you never know. You're what, four years since your accident? Four years. Four years last week. Yeah. yeah. So be careful. I will. I was careful then, too. I, I, really know, I know. Well, you know. <laughs> Just keep it basic. <laughs> right. <laughs> Live fast, die hard. Yeah, die hard. Talk about a basic movie. Anyway. You don't like Die Hard? Yeah, it was good. I, it's a I, great movie. It's a classic. I'm more it's a Christmas Hans, movie. I'm a Hans Gruber fan. Hans Gruber. I Yippee Kai, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think of the Citizen Gun? You don't like it, really? Nah, I mean, it, it's not the worst beer you've ever given me. I think it's fantastic. I like barrel-aged style, though. Yeah, that don't mean nothing to me. I'm feeling it all, too. We need to do an episode where we just drink soda. I almost did coffee today. I really did. We've I, talked about that. We should yeah. do that sometime. I don't like it either. <laughs> what do you like? Uh, I like lemonade. <laughs> Ooh, we could do a summer shandy. You would like it. You think? Yeah. God, this whole episode's been so basic. What's all about? Why is it gonna be overcomplicated? I don't. I don't know what. I guess something in final thoughts for me, or not in final thoughts, but in uh, last call. What? What do you do creatively to get yourself out of a rut 
speaking in terms of, of basic back to the basics, like, like what, what's the one thing that you know you can do when you're just not feeling it? I just put on a basic four four drum beat and I sit there with a bass and I don't plug in anything, any, you know, no effects or nothing, just into the amp. And I just vibe off that very pedestrian beat and I just see what happens. <laughs> pedestrian beat. <laughs> like 120 beats per minute, taking a walk. 120 is a good, <laughs> a good tempo, yeah. I ride a lot right around that. Speaking of which, did you know 120 is how you can count a pour when you're at a bar? No. What are you saying? When they're, when they're free pouring, when they got the little free pour spout on their bottles. Oh, yeah. And they're making, mixing you a drink, and you go, gee, I wish I knew how to make that at home. I wonder how many ounces of this he's putting into that or how many ounces she's doing with that, right? Just count it. Think into your head, 120 beats per minute, you know, dun, 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 about that fast, right? Uh-huh. Every, every count is a quarter of an ounce. So four hits would be an ounce. Right. Look, you see how I did math right there, right in front of your eyes? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. So you can, you can just watch. I mean, the only other thing you're going to have trouble with is like when they do their simple syrups and things like that that are house, house made. A lot of times you have no idea what they're putting in. But you can at least kind of get a, a start. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. That's if you're doing CPR, you do it to stay alive. Ah, ah, ah. It's 100. Uh, stay alive, alive is 120 beats per minute. Yeah. That's so what you is, do uh, compressions, chest compressions. Like. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Enter Sandman is 120 beats per minute. Is it? Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, I read something where uh, tempos, I think it's probably around 100, 120 is around the the heartbeat range and that's yeah. why so much music is in that because yeah, it's comfortable you, yeah you yeah you don't even realize that yeah you connect with it Back on the a primal basics. level it's true mm. primal level that'd be a good name for a band primal level <laughs> <laughs> it sure it already exists primal level i don't think so there's some guy in chile i'm gonna start a band called primal level german band i think primal fear <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, power metal band. I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not. I think it's German. I have no idea how long we've recorded. Everything is off. I don't think we recorded a full show. Oh, I'm sure we have. Well, we probably did. You worry too much. I do. It's the whole basic thing. I basically worry. You're a basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a basic bitch. There was something else I wanted to say in that, What's too. That? There was, but I forgot it already. I'm really stuck on this dormouse. I'm, uh, I'm, what I'd like to do, I'd like to talk about the cicadas. Yeah, um, they, they only come about 17 years. I'm sad that we haven't uh, seen any here. I saw some at the, in Columbus a couple of weeks ago, some babies. Yeah. Um, but apparently, a friend of mine was telling me that we're like right on this plane yeah. where this brood um, is basically missing us and that we're getting one in a year or two years of the ones that's here. And, and that's oh. when we'll really see them thick. But I... I find them to be very fascinating. It's crazy that something is going to live, you know, underground and hibernate and be growing for 17 years and then come up that just, is to, weird. just to scream, mate, and die. Yeah. That's brutal. That's a brutal life. I mean, that's crazy, though. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Nature's crazy. You got my brain. Th- Man, I'm just. I'm out there, man. So if you There's were, so I do this. got a question for you. If you yeah, were yeah. asleep for 17 years mm-hmm. and you woke up 17 years later, you've been asleep this whole time. Yes. 
what what would be the first first artistic thing that you would do? I'd devour a Big Mac. You would do that artistically? <laughs> yeah, artistically. I didn't say the first thing you do. I said the first thing artistically. You oh, do. okay, okay. Uh, I'd paint a Big Mac. Would you really? <laughs> yeah. After sleeping for 17 years? Yeah. The yeah. Big Mac. And and grab a barrel-aged stout. What if they didn't make them anymore? What if they They're started? aged, so they they would last. They would be around. What if it's been prohibition again? Now I'm thinking about a Big Mac. I haven't had a Big Mac in like a year or two years. It's I been at least a week for me. I did <laughs> I did have a Five Guys cheeseburger. That's, that's not Oh, it's better. No. It is good. Nah. <laughs> I don't, see, that's one thing I don't like. Like, you know, my friends, and, or if we go out, a lot of them, they like to go these places, get this big, what they call a gourmet burger or something. I don't like a big, thick. I don't like that. It's just like, I don't like a big, thick burger. I don't like a big, thick piece of meat. You know what I mean? I just don't normally enjoy that. I don't enjoy that. Uh, yeah, if you got to work at it, it's not fun. Yeah, I right. If I want meat like that, I want a steak, like when yeah. I'm getting late. Right. But I don't like, uh, I'm just not a big fan of that. Yeah. But Five Guys got good cheeseburgers. I've never ate there. Well, then why are you putting it down? I don't know, because I've never ate there. If you get the little cheeseburger, that's just a single. That's the code word. If you get a regular one, it's automatically a double. So you got to ask for a little if you just want a single. Really? Yeah, they got little cheeseburgers, and they got just the regular, and the regular's a double. And <laughs> And it costs you thirty seven hundred dollars. It's very expensive. <laughs> it really is. 30, so, 30, oh yeah. I got a cheeseburger, drink, and fries, and I got the little too. By the way, so it's cheaper. But yeah. um, and it was fifteen, fifteen dollars. I think it was sixteen dollars all the other. Very interesting. But it's good. It's very good. I know this show's been a little bit over the top on different things. Yeah, but it's been a basic show. It's been a basic show. See there. It just all comes together. We're just having a conversation. <laughs> we are. We are. And that's, I'm, I'm struggling a lot with, um, as a creative, I'm struggling with maintaining my creative momentum, which is funny because I made a video on that. <laughs> um, I'm struggling with just basically finding my place as a creative, like day-to-day place. Like, what do I do every day, right? And a lot of times the basics are what pull me out of it. It really does. Just having a conversation about it, talking about it, getting it out in the open and really thinking about it does kind of put it into perspective that I think as creatives, you're giving me this look like, okay, he's getting deep. He's turning into soccer teeth. I'm taking it in. Um, So crates. Yeah. I, I just think for me, and I know there's somebody listening feeling the same way that you, you kind of go through all the motions. You're doing everything society says you need to do as a creative and you're putting everything out there thinking, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. There's a formula for this. I'm going to, I'm going to do that, but there isn't. You don't need permission to do what you do as a creative, right? Right. You don't need a complex system of, of a process to do what you do as a creative. Just being a basic creative is all it really takes. Just being yourself and just kind of, I guess we're probably into final thoughts the way I'm going on with this, but I just, I, I tend to think we're overdoing it as creatives today mm-hmm. because I mean, we're almost in a, um, a Renaissance period, 
so to speak, a second renaissance, you know, because the world opened up to all of us digitally. We can go out and we can, we can reach anyone. This show reaches people all around the globe and it wouldn't have if we were stuck to airwaves like FM or AM. Ham radio. Ham radio. Well, that can go around the world too if it's skipped, but I guess they all can, but you you get the idea here. It's just, Mm -hmm. this reaches so many people without permission, right? Right. You just put it out there. Just like your art. Just put it out there. I don't know. I I wonder, you know, if, if that, that guy listening is, is ever going to write that book. You know, did, did we spark something in him to say, write the damn book, you know, do what you got to do, write the book. It's in you. Mm-hmm. Tell the story. Somebody's waiting on it. You don't need a new Mac to write the book. Right. You don't need all the gear in place to write the book. You don't even need to know the story yet before you start writing it. Mm-hmm. Just write the book. Right. I don't know. What's well, funny, you talk about the, you know, struggling with momentum. You did a video on it. It's, but that's the thing. It's like we are, we are struggling with these daily too. We're not, we don't have the answers. I mean, right. we're just, we're just talking about it. But yeah. I mean, a, a, a 90% of the stuff we talk about on this show is <laughs> stuff that we're struggling with yeah. on our day to day. And we just, there's other people out there doing the same thing. People wake up every day and wonder if they, if they're good enough. If 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 it's, this is just pointless. If if what they do is matter. If it matters. If it's gonna if it's gonna have value the next day. Right. It's the same thing. Everybody is struggling with the same things every day. I mean, yep. Yep. I was watching Twitter just yesterday, and there was a a woman on there that I really admire her work and um she she questioned i mean she she made a video where she just questioned her style like am i doing am i doing right am i doing the thing that an artist is supposed to do am i really an artist you know and all these things and and i just i wanted to reach out to her and just say you know just do you that's the thing mm-hmm. you don't need a style you don't have to niche down just paint what comes to mind she painted something that um she said scared her because she paints um, very colorful, happy type stuff. And she's, she's got a wonderful outlook on life. I don't want to mention who she is because I didn't get permission to even share this with, with everybody. But um, it, it's just one of them things where I, just, I, I would like to reach out and just say, look, you, you, the, art, the artist that's in you, that's your style. Mm-hmm. Not the work you're creating. The work you're creating just happens to be a reflection of you inside. And I think so many artists forget that standpoint because we're, we're so caught up in, this isn't going to fit my Instagram look. This isn't going to look like the stuff I normally post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, because you feel like your brand has taken over so much that you forgot what it means to be an artist. It's very easy to paint, ha ha ha, paint, paint yourself into a corner. <laughs> right stylistically yes. and, and yeah. I, I just, I, what is it, ideology? What's the word I'm looking for? I, I, idealistic. I I, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, you can, uh, you can paint yourself literally and figuratively into a corner that way. And <laughs> yeah. it's, 
I don't know. Sometimes you just have to give yourself freedom to, to be who you are and let that. And sometimes yeah. it's not pretty. Sometimes it's not where you want to go. You have to let that out. I think. Yeah. Or it's going to come out in some other way. I'm going to uh, DM her this podcast so she can hear it. But uh, if you're listening and you decide to listen to the whole show and get through all the, the stuff we, <laughs> we kind of joke about and, and all that in the show, but if you get to this part of the show and you're listening and, and I'm talking specifically to you, the artist who was concerned about the art that she made that was scary and all of those things, just know that your art is yours. It's only yours. It's a reflection of maybe the emotions that you were feeling that day or whatever, but it does come out in you and these things happen. I, I think it's a growth. I think you're probably on the, on the cusp of where you need to be. And as creatives, we, we really kind of have to stop looking at a success model and start realizing it's about creating. Well, look at it this way. I mean, how amazing is it to create something that scares you? I mean, why, yeah, I'm yeah. so envious of her right now. Oh yeah, me like, too. You know, yeah, it that, took her out of her comfort zone and woke her up. Yeah, it may not be what she needs to produce, but it's enough for her to realize that there's something in there. Yeah, exactly. She can make art based on that. You get that expression out of you, and learn to harness it. You've got something. Mm -hmm. And you you've know? and if you've evoked emotion in yourself, if you do something that makes you that just brings you intense joy sadness or something that scares you or something that excites you yep. it's going to do that to somebody else yeah man that's awesome it is i think uh i think we've wrapped it up what do you think wrap it up did we did we achieve basicness did you hit record <laughs> i did hit that's, record that's the only thing really... <laughs> i do i am concerned about the the cable though i i'm it's going to eat me up well and we're going to have big juicy burgers on the grill here in a little bit there you go. <laughs> no, but that's it. We're just having a conversation about a couple of things, and that's all. That's what's important. But yeah, two artists, couple artists get together, and we chat. And we ended up in we ended up to a point, and I'm really excited about this this uh, Twitter person. But you did say something about it. You said you were watching Twitter. Man, I don't know. Do you say that? Do you say you watch Twitter? Well, yeah. She she posted on Twitter with a link to her YouTube channel, and I went there and watched it. I, so I you watched it on YouTube. I did watch it on YouTube, but it was a link through Twitter. Um, and and that's, the other thing. that's the other thing, dude. I mean, I just, I went down all kinds of rabbit holes, mouse holes today. <laughs> um, I even posted in our Facebook group for work. Oh, uh, I seen that. That was cool. <laughs> with Doc and uh, That writing. was cool. I, yeah. I plan on watching that video. I totally forgot they were, I, I didn't even realize they were in a, a truck like that or oh, on a cool. truck bed like that. But I've yeah, always thought it'd be I cool like to rig up a um, portable PA in a box truck. And yeah. have it cut, have the whole, the whole box part of it cut to where it would open up. Yeah. And so you got everything on like eye hooks, everything's bolted down. To it. And then you just go like to a uh, Walmart parking lot. Yeah. And it opens up and there's the PA and you got the drums and everything's all set up. Yeah. It's all strapped yeah, yeah, down. Yeah. And then you play a song or you, two songs and uh, then you close it up and you drive off. The Jaeger stage and the PV stage at Mayhem Fest was a lot like that. Yeah. They would, uh, whenever they were in a parking lot, uh, instead of being on like a, a lot of times in Ohio, they would do Mayhem Fest at uh, Cincinnati. So they had a smaller stage that they could use. Then they used the bigger stage for the top four bands. Mayhem Fest is gone now. They don't do it anymore. But um, 
in other places like Burgettstown over by Pitts- uh, by Pittsburgh, they would actually just park these trucks in the parking lot, and they did that. They swung out and had mm-hmm. the stage, and you know, I got that's to see- what I want to do. But I want to do it like I want to, you know, drive to Columbus and go to the Target parking lot. Yeah, open up, do two songs, and then you're gone before the you know cops get there in case you're not allowed to do it. <laughs> but, but it's like a food truck, but music. Yeah, I think it'd yeah, be great. Kind of cool. I would love to do. I love things like Why that. Why couldn't you do that? Well, time and money. Yeah, but I guess so. You need a truck and a generator. Yeah, breweries, breweries would do it. Uh, small craft breweries would love that because you'd have your entertainment, and then you'd have your like food trucks, and then you'd have the beer. Yeah, but like I don't. Party wanna, I don't want to ask anybody. I just want to do it and then then drive away. Yeah, but then I mean, you know, we're going down another mouse hole. <laughs> Can you imagine seven more weeks of this blistering? This just, ain't bad. Last night was beautiful. It was. I rode my bike in, looked at the moon. I sat in my backyard in the dark. It was great. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do that. You got to do that. Get back to the basics. Yeah. Day. Didn't even have fire going or nothing. <laughs> All right. Share this episode. Subscribe if you're not already. And I'd love for you to leave us a review. I cut Paul off right there. Did you see what I did? He hates that. I'm thankful you shared your time with us. Didn't have much of a rapid fire. I know. It was weak. It was not very so, basic. Not so rapid fire. But I got to cut you off. <laughs> that made me happy. That's awesome. I love how you did that. <laughs> All right. I hope you become a regular. Cheers to everyone listening. Until next time, may your drinks be tasty and your muse thirsty. thirsty. <laughs>